Who's Bekistan? Where's Bekistan? Why's Bekistan? How's Bekistan? Bekistan, who's Bekistan? What's going good and what's going bad? And she's live from Tashkent, Uzbekistan, in the heart of Central Asia. Dun 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 dun, episode 24. So, what am I excited about? What am I puzzled by? And how long do I plan to stay? So, what I am excited about is opportunity. And um, uh, I'm going to have a drink of water real quick. We'll get to the reason why in the, in the frustrating part of the show. But let's start off with the exciting part of the show. So, I would really like to pause and reflect today on the joy of living overseas in a developing country is opportunity. And specifically to celebrate today, career opportunities. Living in the States, I'm a public school teacher. I'm a public school teacher. I'm a public school teacher. And, you know, there's not really anything I can, can do different than that. And, and sort of keep, you know, keep the same lifestyle. And people say, hey, what about the community college? Okay, the community college doesn't have benefits and the salary is low unless you can work there full time, which is, you know, basically impossible. Hey, what about if you work in corporate training? Well, you know, I've, I've looked for those positions over there in the years and I've, I've, I've never seen anything posted. And, and everybody is about, hey, what about? Hey, what about? The bottom line is, for the money, for the time, that I'm qualified to teach public school in the U.S., and that's it. And, and all the, the what-aboutism, um, and all the what-aboutism, I mean, I've, I've, it's just what it is. So, however, this is supposed to be an excitement, you know, but living internationally... There are other opportunities. And, you know, not to rehash an ugly subject, but, you know, last year I did work here at a very unfortunate, you know, quote, international school. And, you know, I knew that job wasn't going to be good. It turned out a lot worse than I thought it ever would. Um, and, I, and I just had to try to relish in the fact that it got me in the door. And the long-term plan was always, I knew that I could get hired at an international school easier than I could get hired at a university internationally because I tried. And so kind of the goal was get in there. Tashkent's got loads of universities. And then see if I can segue that, you know, into working at a university. And that's what I did this year. And, you know, there are lots of things that I've really appreciated about my school this year. You know, it's a, a very light workload. Uh, the modules are prepared. So, you know, there was not a lot of planning involved. They only have one or two assignments per term. So not a lot of grading was involved. Um, you know, my salary was low. But, but not for the amount of work I was doing. So, um... And, I mean, there are, there are things about the structure of my school and its connection to the business community here that I, that I do think are an asset and will serve students well. And it, it is, 
it is nice to be a part of, you know, something that has that much community influence. So, you know, it was not horrible, um, but as you've heard me talk a lot about, you know, what to do with the students, um, and, and then because the salary is low, have to have something paired with that to, to meet my salary requirements. So, um, you know, it just, it just sort of became clear that was not, um, you know, I just did, didn't, I, it wasn't feasible for me to move forward with that for next year, and, um, you know, I sat on that for a long time because I really didn't want the students to know in advance. Um, so, you know, had to wait until the end of the term before I could, could say anything. And um, our classes are finished. So now everything's, well, almost everything is coming out of the bag. So this has been a long wind-up to say what, what the big news is. So, yeah, so I had the opportunity to teach uh, English for Academic Purposes and Business Communication Skills and Contemporary Global Issues at a university here that I would have never had at home. Dun-dun-dun-dun! Drum roll, please! There's a promotion. So, next year... I will be teaching at, there is an American university that has a branch here, and I will be teaching in their Master's of TESOL program. So that's the master's degree that people get who want to be English teachers. And it's teaching master's students. Um, you know, from what I've been told, the program is not like extremely high quality. I think it's pretty run-of-the-mill and kind of geared toward locals. Um, but you know what? I'm, I'm taking it as a win. Um, it pays a suitable Western salary with a housing stipend. Um, there's going to be a lot of reading involved, a lot of, um, marking and scoring involved on a weekly basis. But, um, I just think it's a fantastic opportunity. And if I were not living internationally, I just I mean, in a million years, would have never had a chance like this. So um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just over the moon. Um, got a little bit of an issue with the start date because it's on a more traditional Western calendar, which has classes starting um, significantly earlier than when I was planning on being back. But it's on a quarter system. So, I've asked them about the possibility of starting second quarter rather than first. That also presents some challenges housing-wise and visa-wise. So, we got a, well, there's, a few, there's still a few hurdles to jump through. Um, but, I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm confident we can get a, can get a solution on that. Um, if I have to come back in August, I will, but I don't have any housing for the month of August. My housing agreement here starts in September, um, but surely that's a solvable problem. And if I start with them in October, second term, which I would prefer, I still need to be back here September 1st because my housing in the summer in, in my hometown ends at the end of August. So, um, yeah, my life is built around June, July, and August in my hometown um, for a litany of reasons. So, yeah, and I mean, and, and this, this extends bigger than me. You know, just, you know, it's just like living overseas. You can just kind of re 
recreate yourself into anything you know you want to be and a lot of it is you know having connections how you sell yourself what demands in the area there are and I just feel even if this blows up in my face and I hate it um I, I'm just just like my job this year I'm just incredibly grateful for these opportunities to give me a chance to you know to do something different are there downsides? Yes, there are. Are there trade-offs? Yes, there are. But um, but I'm very, very grateful. So, yeah. So, stay tuned for the, the, graduate, the graduate chapter. Moving on. What am I puzzled by? Um, as you may have noticed, I sound raspy, and I keep having to stop and drink water, as I have done the previous episodes. So, a few weeks ago here, I, I developed this horrendous cough and coughed incessantly for about nine days and then finally broke down and went to the international clinic. They think it's the air quality with it being dry. Um, it only rained about three days this March and has not rained since then and, and there's no rain in sight. Um, yesterday and today it has been cloudy and so the humidity is higher so I think that has been helpful. Um, but, but yeah, and it's just, it's been very, very frustrating how the human body can be so ill-equipped Ill to, to live in our planet. Um, with some interventions the clinic tried, I, I suggested I, I am having success controlling the cough. Um, like one thing she recommended was drinking two liters of water a day. Um, also suggested like some, some antihistamines and some expirant, and I've, I've done some of that too. Um, but also um, like, you know, getting a humidifier, which those are prohibitively expensive here. But, but I've got somebody who's leaving is, uh, is going to give me theirs when they leave. In the meantime, I've got a poor man's humidifier set up with some bowls of water sitting out in the room. And then about two nights ago, I've got a brilliant idea that I just took the bath towel towel and got it pretty wet and then it's hanging over a chair in front of the um the aircon unit that's set on the fan setting um all just to try to get some moisture into the air um 10 minutes before i go to bed turn the shower and sink on blast on 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 hot with the bathroom door open to kind of get that into my room so um you know just and other strategies i've tried also so you know, why I'm puzzled is I didn't have this problem last year. I've never had a problem like this in my life. As the coughing has got under control, a secondary problem has, has erupted. It's, there's a problem in my throat um, that I keep getting, like, strangly coughing, almost like an asthma attack. And, like, talking sets it off, yelling sets it off, singing sets it off. If I turn my head... Like, if you're drinking out of a bottle, you know how you, like, turn your head, you throw your head back, you know, like, to drink the bottom of a, of a bottle of water? That sets it off horribly. I mean, it almost feels like a strained muscle in my throat. Um, of course, my hypochondria is going wild, but, I mean, I'm just kind of going with the work in theory that all that coughing strains something in my, in my vocal cords. Um, which, as you know, I'm an avid musician and, and gearing up for a summer full of performances. 
So, um, just super frustrating. I, I mean, it's been going on a couple weeks in some form or fashion. I'm super just ill of dealing with it. I just like to feel like my normal self. And, you know, all of the interventions are helping, but nothing is solving it. I mean, it does seem improved. The stuff in my throat, it does seem improved. But, you know, last night I woke up strangling, coughing, you know, like three or four times. So, you know, improved from what? You know, and improved to what? Um, so, yeah, puzzled, puzzled by air quality and our reactions to it. Uh, okay. And I guess I've kind of um, already given away the lead, but how long do I plan to stay? Um, I'm finally declaring it openly. Um, all systems go to be here next year teaching in the Masters of TESOL program or Masters of ESL, more more simply put. So, yeah, we're going to have Season 3 of Who's Bekistan? And, and it will be three years, three different jobs, three different sets of friends, three different scenarios, three different life circumstances is my, um, you know, is my prediction for next year. So, appreciate those of you who come along on the journey and seeing how this has evolved and, you know, uh, sometimes I feel like I'm out of topics to talk about, but, but even if some of this is repetitive, you know, just, just want to keep on, you know, focusing on what is positive and what is making me happy here. And also, you know, making sure that I'm venting appropriately about the things that are, that are frustrating and puzzling and, and difficult to deal with here. So that a balanced perspective, you know, is presented. Okay, whoever you are, wherever you're listening, if you're walking that dog at home, or if you're walking that dog while you're on vacation, or anywhere else of anybody else listening in the world who thinks thinks there is value in this, I'm glad that you are listening. So, tune in the future to see how season two concludes over the next three weeks and see how season three ramps up.